0: Hello, welcome back to the Two Take podcast with April and Shannon, where we discuss a topic with two different points of view. Uh, Today's topic is interviewing for new employees. Um, I've had several conversations and lots of experience with this, and I can pass along what I know and what I've learned because um, what I have experienced on the coaching side has been that you know what? A lot of people aren't doing it with great intention and that could cost you. Um, It could align you with the opportunity to hire the wrong person. So let's talk about how do we interview new employees? What should our mindset be around this introduction um, to who this person is, how they're going to behave and what they can bring to our company? So a discussion that I had recently was we, have a list of questions here, here. They, they, you know, they pulled out sheets of paper and there was nothing really organized. And I believe that with intention going into that, it will start the employment off um, on the best foot possible. So making sure that what do we want to learn during that interview process? They will say, I want to, I want to know, about the person. I want to know what their skill set is. I want to see what they can bring to our company. However, if they've outlined that clarity, they don't ask the questions that are going to get to the root of that. So, um FYI, if you engage with us, I have a list of over 700 interview questions that are categorized by topic. So, if having integrity in this role or in this company is a big, big thing, a deal breaker. It's a core value. How are you going to ask a question that gets to the root of how that applicant or interviewee behaves with integrity? Can they give examples? Are we asking open-ended questions? Tell me about a time that, um, those scenarios, because number one, it's not a scale of how do you value integrity? A ten. we know the right answers to throw back, um, but tell me a time, because now you understand the thought process behind that. You understand the experience. You understand how did the outcome, you know, if you want to know, how does someone deal with an unfortunate situation and bounce back? Tell me a time that you worked on a project that didn't go the direction you thought it would, and how did you course correct? You know, they have to logically and critically think in that moment or tell you how they did that. So asking those questions, being intentional on questions that are going to get to the root of the successful attributes that they bring to the team. Second thing that comes to mind is what is our viewpoint as an owner or as a hiring agent for a company is do we value um, skills or do we value the talent part. Um, Because if we can train the skills, then I suggest you spend a whole lot of time figuring out the talent part, the mindset part of that application, applicant. Um, What is it that we want to take away? Um, So someone will be like, well, I don't know. I just need someone to do the books. Think about who your best asset, your best team member is. And think about why they are that for you. What makes them the best? And if you want to clone them, how do we find like people? You know, are they a team contributor? Are they positive? Um, Are they critical thinkers? Are they independent workers? What are those attributes? And then ask questions centered around that. With that kind of comes a clear definition of what your company culture is. How will you even identify if they are a good fit? Um, So when that you might be thinking, oh, my gosh, how long is this interview? Number one, I don't ask all 700 questions. So don't worry about that. I have a very defined process for um, one company in particular that I'm thinking of as I'm telling you this is that we have created questions around each and every one of our core values. So We have um, our core values listed up ahead of our interview form. Um, So if we are going to talk about um, winning as a team, then our questions below that are indicative of finding out if they are a team player. So identifying your company culture, your value set, um, and your success measurement is going to be essential to getting your interview right. A question that I had, too, is, well, how long are your interviews? As long as they need to be. That is my question. As long as they need to be. Um, I think sometimes in a worker shortage environment that we are experiencing currently at the time that you're um, watching this podcast is then we take the responsibility of rushing. Oh, I need, I used to, um, which is ironic, honestly, because when people would have 30 or 40 applicants You'd think that the rush would come there. I think right now the rush comes from, I have to make sure that I get the best choice before someone else gobbles them up. I can understand that to a degree. Um, But a particular discussion that I had recently was they were going to hire for someone that was going to be an auditor, a billing agent, all the money, the central core of the business in the sense that if that goes awry it's painful mistakes are made it's painful if billing doesn't go out it's painful Um, if we don't have collections being addressed swiftly our cash flow hurts those moments are really really important the right person in that role is really really important in this scenario and I said and part of the scenario was they were going to uh, be the front person on the phone calls that call in and so I asked is part of your interview process on the phone? No. like, well, that would make sense to me because if that's a skill set, let's have them demonstrate it. For us, um, ours was more efficiency based, not that it was um, a phone etiquette based really for this one particular company that I have is is we do a pre-screening on the phone. Number one, we give them a time. We give them a number to call. I want to know that it's important to them that they can manage their calendar and they can take the initiative call in. I don't call them. I don't call them at 2 p.m. on Monday because I want them to be in a place that they are taking it serious to make the call um, to us. We gauge things from that. Um, I want to see if they can articulate well over the phone. Um, Some of our communication is not face to face. So how do they deal with that channel? Um, So think about what would give you a little bit of insight of these skills. And then secondarily, we are, um, depending on the position that we hire in in this particular company is we can give them a test, meaning if they have to be a creative writer, we could give them some parameters and say, you know what, we're going to spend 15 minutes. I want you to write a... I don't even know, 100-word blog starter, if you will, um, on this particular topic. And we'll give them a set of time. Can they work efficient, efficiently? Can they do um, collect their thoughts on the spot? Um, how well did they do with the information given? Did they spend a little money or a little bit of time researching to fill in some gaps that they had? Did they ask us questions on the onset to gain clarity? Or did they just go, okay. You know, think about that. So if we are hiring for a position that is going to be super valuable for our company, which they all are, spend the time, maybe have two interviews, maybe have three interviews, maybe have a group interview and then weed them out there. Um, There's lots of different strategies to create an interview process that means something. On our side, gaining that information is important on their side of the interview table, they need to understand that we take this very serious. Um, We will put in the work. We will put in the time. All of those messages that they receive um, is beneficial to the right candidate moving forward, is that they will spend the time. They will listen to me. They will um they want to hear what I have to say whatever messages you want them to receive about the environment that they'll be working in make sure you're intentional on that in the in the interview the third thing that comes to mind for me is that I don't ever do interviews alone um I feel like at least a two party um perspective is important two takes podcast is representative of that because April and I in that particular company will interview together Um, She will pick up on things that I won't pick up and vice versa. Um, So I think it's always important to have two people in an interview. You don't need to interview by a large committee most often, but having two people um, is helpful. Number one, one's writing notes while the other one's engaging in the conversation and you can debrief afterwards. Um, So I would highly encourage that. The fourth thing and the final thing that I will bring to um, the thought table on this is not only the interview process, the asking of questions, um, having them into the space, but what happens if we are more creative with our interview? Maybe that's part of the process. But if this person is going to have a position that they have to travel and be out of their home for a while, what happens if... A interview segment, a second interview involves going to dinner with their spouse. Because if this position involves a lot of understanding on the spouse and you know you need buy-in for when they're gone, maybe it's great to see what does that spouse need in the absence of their partner being out. Um, This happened to us years ago, um, my husband and I. I, We were going to have to move out of market to have this position. They had us both in to a dinner interview just to see what were my hangups. Because if I said no, Travis, Travis was going to say no. Um, I said, I have two young kids. I'm going to be moving away from family. Um, I'm worried about having a network of support. Um, and they could then address those concerns of mine. Um, so the interview went, um, beyond just just the person working in the company. So think about those things. Who needs to be involved? Um, Who do they need to know? How? What's the company story they need to learn? Uh, Maybe a second or third interview is that they meet some of the people throughout the departments of your company and hear from them. So they know what experience they're going to have working for you, depending on how large your company is. um, That could make sense. So you do not have to do a cookie cutter interview. Be creative with intention in mind first. So that's um, my takeaways. If you have more questions for me on lining that up for success with your company, you know, I'm always an email call away. April, what's your take on the interview process?
1: Um, Mine is more maybe just logistical. Uh, I... A, I think, especially as business owners inevitably get older and management gets older, as you have a younger workforce coming in, you can have the best interview questions in the world. More than likely, those interview questions, though, are going to be slightly biased based on how you would answer them. That's why you're picking them. That's why you're writing them the way that you're writing them, Something that is really important to keep in mind as you're interviewing people, especially if you're interviewing younger people who are just entering the job market, is that and I've had a lot of people roll their eyes at some of the answers that are given because they think that they're they're lame or whatever. Um, but that they may not have the breadth or the depth of experience to give you some massive problem that they encountered. Um, that was a hang up for a lot of the people that we interviewed. And we had to modify the question to say, you know, this can be something that happened in a previous job. This can be something that happened at school, in a class, with a classmate, teacher, whatever the case may be. Um, don't feel like it has to be this big, like I, you know, brought down this huge drug trafficking ring or something like that. Like, don't, don't feel like it needs to be
0: a massive undertaking for it to be important to us. Um, that's a great point. Um, being flexible in that. Yeah. And I think, but,
1: and we had to adjust our interview questions and the way that we, raised them because when we were giving the interview question, as it was written, we were getting a lot of blank stares back with an, I, I don't know how to answer this question. Um, also know that like Shannon mentioned, having somebody write a blog starter. Um, I don't know that I've ever requested anyone to do that because I hate being put on the spot like that. We've done it. I've done it. I've never done it. Yeah, I've done it. (laughs) I've we've I've asked people outside of the interview to create things and send them to me. Um, but again, being flexible with that type of thing. Um thirdly, which I know Shannon has talked to me about this a little bit just regarding a conversation that she had recently. Know that there are so many more technology options available now than there were 10, 20, 30 years ago that the people that you're bringing in may have a skill set or a are used to a work environment that involves different platforms or different programs that give the same results that you as an employer may not be familiar with. And, you know, I, I get like, if you're employing people at Microsoft, then you're going to say, I'm sorry, you can't bring all your Apple stuff in here and vice versa. Right. <laughs> but if it's between, Oh, I need you to create this in a pages document or a word document versus a Google doc. Um, You know, I can tell you that both of my kids grew up in school using Google Docs, Google Sheets, all of those things. They also, they're both in college now. They have access to Microsoft products. They are required to use them for many of their classes. They will still default back to Google stuff because so much of the Microsoft stuff is online and it's glitchy. And Google's got that worked out and it's not glitchy and Google offers things that Microsoft doesn't. Um, So that's what they default to. And you need to... Eventually, it boils down to how much of a micromanager are you going to be? How flexible are you going to be? And how much of a micromanager are you going to be? Are you going to say... I will preface this with there are some things that there are... Really, only one way, one right way to do things. Um, But if it's something that's not necessarily life or death, or if you do this wrong, I, as your employer, I'm going to go to prison or something like that, then you need to be a little bit flexible on how you're allowing people to get stuff done. And that may mean opening your eyes to new programs, thought processes. Um, ways of doing things. Or on the flip side, requesting that your employees, you know, if being able to use Excel is really, really, really important to you as an employer, then making that education available to them so that they too can can use it. Um, I know years ago, uh, Google Sheets and and documents and stuff like that were very foreign to Shannon. Everybody that we had in our building, that's what they used. and I, I don't care. I' flip back and forth. It does not matter to me. just get the work done. I don't care. Um, and that was a a, a little bit of a, a growth point there for for Shannon. Um, but the growing happened, and we managed and we adapted, and it was fine. Had I walked through the hallways and said, this is a deal breaker, people. Shannon only knows how to use pages, which is not true. She knows how to use other stuff too. (laughs) Shannon only knows how to use pages on her Mac. You will write everything in pages and that is how you will submit it. Is that, is that worth it? Really? Is it worth it? Yeah. Um, so just. Go. I realize that that's more than just the interview process, but going into the interview process, knowing that you are interviewing people that are probably younger than you, more than likely, have a different set of life experiences, skill sets, those types of things. If you get a really motivated person who you know you're not meeting an attorney or a CPA or a doctor, you're trying to hire for an office position or something to that effect. Um maybe they don't know all the lingo. Maybe they don't know all the jargon. And I'm speaking here from multiple jobs of personal experience. Like there years ago, in fact, this is the first time that I've the last couple of years is the first time where I've only had one job. I've always had a job and then another part-time job of whatever the case may be. My husband was well he still does, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but one of the, one of the extra part-time jobs that I had was helping out a family friend who had a plumbing company and they, the wife had gone through some health issues. Um, and she couldn't do all of the office stuff that she had once done all of the bookkeeping and all of the invoicing and, all of that stuff. She just, she couldn't, she needed help. So she interviewed me and I knew nothing about plumbing other than the fact that I I enjoy it. I don't know what I would do without indoor plumbing. Um, but other, other than that, I like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I was a willing to learn. Was it frustrating? Yes. Um but I was willing to learn. I was willing to take the calls. I was willing to just plain flat out admit, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. So if you could help me learn what these things are, that would be great. Like I went into it not knowing, you know, all these terms are flying around and I'm getting all of these horrifically written handwritten invoices that I have to then convert into a QuickBooks invoice. And I'm talking about PECs and P-traps and all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. Can somebody explain this to me whenever you have some downtime, just because it would help me understand better why I'm invoicing for 76 of something like what is this thing? Um, but be open to the fact, I say all of that to say, be open to the fact that you may be interviewing somebody that doesn't have necessarily the background that you need, but if they're willing and they're hungry enough and they're, you know, okay to say, I will learn. If you teach me, I will learn. Then teaching is the easy part. Getting the drive and the hustle is the hard part. So yeah, if you can find people with the drive that may require some additional training up front, some additional pieces of your time that you have to give, in the long run, those are typically the scenarios that work out the best. So so it, my take.
0: How do we get there? I will just close um, by saying challenging our own mindset, challenging the status quo and being intentional. Those are some key takeaways uh, for you. So how do we do that? I will do a shameless plug for coaching um, because I do believe we support business owners in that and asking the questions like, why? Why do we do that? Is is there a reason there? Or um, have we looked at it at a different light? Can we broaden our perspective? What is the outcome as opposed to the process? Um, Those sorts of things. Because as a business owner, we can get really hyper-focused in an area or Unexperienced or historical know how, whatever it is. And so sometimes we need to surround ourselves with people that challenge us to change, um, to consider other opportunities, um, consider other ways about going things, going at things. So um, think about that as we progress our businesses forward. We too, as owners, um, need to progress our own mindsets um, in different spaces to adapt because, um, that is kind of the name of the game people. We've got to adapt and grow and move forward. And that at no point means that everything stays the same. Um, it, it just simply won't. So our ability to embrace that change, um, and move with it is going to be key. So if you have questions on that, um, you want to have your own mindset challenged, um, you want to talk about processes or intentionality around hiring in particular, please reach out. We will be glad to help um, with experience and some tactical tools, one of which I mentioned at the beginning. If you would like access to um, a whole plethora of um, questions to get to the root of the best candidate for you, let me know. I will be glad to share it. Until next time, we'll talk soon. Have a great week. Bye-bye.